This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. Galaxies we hear, so down I can see you're so sincere. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Tell Me This. I'm Brianne Roos, and I'm here on my own today. For our new listeners, this is a podcast about all things belonging, community, connections, collaboration, and holding space for what is possible. Over the life of this pod, we've explored research and scholarship on or related to belonging. We've shared stories, listened, and engaged with diverse individuals about belonging during the pandemic as parents and as leaders and as human beings who show up for all the things. This season, we're journeying into belonging in our relationships with friends, spouses, coworkers, neighbors at all levels. Today, I'm going to share a short with you. It's May, and that means graduation season is right around the corner. I love graduation. Even if my own children aren't graduating, I love the ceremonies, the pomp and circumstance, the banners, the colors, and the formal marking of a rite of passage. I also love thank you notes, the old school kind where we write on note cards and mail them with a stamp. This year, our younger daughter, Bridget, is graduating eighth grade from the school where our family has been for the past 11 years, where both girls spent kindergarten through eighth grade, our St. Joseph School. And although I'm speaking and not writing, I thought I would share with you the thank you note that has been on my mind and heart lately. Dear faculty, administrators, and staff of St. Joseph School, when I toured St. Joe's when Deirdre was in preschool, I told the assistant principal that this decision about kindergarten was about more than a school for our family. We were deciding on a community, the place that would be our roots here in Baltimore. We needed a few things in this community. We needed to belong, which was to be known by name from the beginning, to be recognized and valued for who and what we were, and for our daughters to be welcomed in the same way. We needed to trust the school, which means that we needed teachers and leaders who would make good and hard decisions, guided by a combination of tradition, innovation, and good instincts. And we needed a place that would be our center for the next 11 years. That was a tall order. First, belonging. This is my area of research, and I've had the privilege of talking with professionals from many sectors of business, education, and medicine about their experience of belonging at work, in leadership, and in relationships on a podcast that I co-host with my research partner. We've written papers and articles, and we have so much data about belonging. At St. Joe's, my family and I got to feel and live that belonging, and the relationships and growth that were possible because of its foundation. 
Our daughters were seen and valued for who they were and are from their first days there through graduation. Our research findings continue to reveal that connection has to precede content for real transformational learning to occur. What a privilege it has been for our girls to grow up in a place that established connections and worked on those relationships, which set the stage for learning. Trust. When we toured St. Joe's, I knew trust was a huge factor. Of course, I was about to leave my five-year-old at this place. But that was before my husband had emergency cardiac events, before Sandy Hook, before my mom got sick, and before COVID. Turns out we really had to trust the teachers and leaders to handle some hard circumstances that would unfold over the next 11 years. When my husband's heart acted up, the girls' teachers were all over it. They were in touch with me, acknowledging the fear and uncertainty that our family was managing while treating the girls with kindness and consistency that helped them to navigate the confusion. On December 14th, 2012, the day of the Sandy Hook massacre, the parking lot was full long before dismissal. We as parents, we just needed to be there. We needed to be at the school. And when the teachers walked our kids to the cars that afternoon, their own eyes were brimming. And I just knew that they would have stood between the shooter and our kids as those Sandy Hook teachers did. When my mom got sick unexpectedly and I was at the hospital with her, our kindergarten teachers went to the Irish dance recital that night. And then of course, 2020 came. I believe so strongly that the work that our teachers and leaders did to keep the school open during every single day of the 2020-2021 school year set our children up for success by keeping them on track. They were together, they were at school, they were not at home, and they kept growing and learning. To achieve that during the hardest year in education was absolutely tremendous. We trusted their judgment and their policies as they changed with the emergence of new information. We trusted their masking and testing and contact tracing. We trusted their communications with emails and town halls on Zoom, where they so often shared the message of, we don't exactly know, but we're in this together, and thank you for trusting us. I talked with families in a lot of different schools and systems in the area and across the country during that time. And I am still flooded with gratitude for St. Joseph's School. You all earned our trust in spades. Our center. Randy Pausch, author of the last lecture, said that as much as it is possible to love a place, he loved Carnegie Mellon. I think I would say the same about St. Joe's, and specifically the multipurpose room or MPR. For the podcast audience, it won't take much to orient you to this space. It's a big open room with a gym floor and a stage with folding tables, basketball hoops, a few closets, a piano, and a kitchen. It's the typical room in Catholic schools that serves as the gym, cafeteria, and auditorium, depending on the time of day and the day of the week. This pretty mundane physical space is the site of so much growth, so much community, and so much fun. For me, the NPR is a place of voices. Before our older daughter got to kindergarten, she was afraid to speak at show and tell in preschool. She was shy and nervous and very reserved. 
In kindergarten, she came home from school one day telling me that she was on stage with her eighth grade buddy and that she used the mic. And she told the whole school how much money had been raised in a fundraiser. You did? I asked her, immediately skeptical. Her teacher confirmed and said she seemed pretty comfortable up there. Both girls would go on to narrate pageants, lecture during masses, and place in oratorical contests on that same stage. They had so many opportunities to speak up, to develop and share their voices. And even as generative AI finds a place in the world and education, I still think we have to cultivate our children's voices and that maybe it's more important now than ever. The NPR is the place where each year at the Christmas concert, I was swept away by the kids singing, Let There Be Peace on Earth. Because in that moment, on those evenings, I felt peace. You know that expression, be still my heart? Everything was still for me because of the gifts that were on such abundant display during those concerts. A room packed with parents who selected this school, who create this community, all sitting together, watching, waving, taking pictures and video, because we all knew that those moments were the moments. Those parents are our dearest friends, our villagers. And as the years passed and our children grew from the eagerly waving five-year-olds to the too cool for school eighth graders, we had those moments of peace to stop and celebrate. Our kids also grew up on the basketball court and the highlight of the season was the St. Joe's President's Day Tournament, another event that took place in the NPR. Someone described the tournament as St. Joe's homecoming, and that was true. The gym is full for days of teams cycling in and out, of alumni, students, and parents who come back to reconnect, of little kids who are too young to play but who eat lots of candy, and middle schoolers who run and rule the snack bar, and the high schoolers who run and rule the scoring table on the stage. The principals and the teachers come to watch the kids play, and the kids form fan club circles around them because seeing the music teacher in the gym on a weekend is earth shattering to kids. And it spoke volumes to me. This is a community and our children are at its center. The basketball isn't great, it's CYO, but you'd think it was the NBA finals because the spirit and camaraderie in that NPR are palpable. Now, as our years left at St. Joe's are reduced to weeks, I'm overcome by the gifts that we had been blessed with from the school, from this community in the fullest sense of the word. To have been part of this place is a privilege, and I know it's not something that's available to everyone. I understand that it's because of my own education, values, and upbringing that St. Joe's was a possibility for my girls. And with that privilege comes great responsibility to use the gifts of this place in service to others. We know that, and we will uphold that promise. And I hope that you all know that behind the successes that our girls will have in high school, college, and beyond, that their time at St. Joe's will always be foundational. You created a space of belonging. You earned and maintained our trust. And we are profoundly grateful for you all at the St. Joseph School. Thank you. So sincere.
to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments, you can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.